Now, I cannot find the Delano jingle and the bedding. Uh, we're going to have to introduce it with a drum roll instead. It is, in fact, Duncan from Delano in the studio with us. Delano with Duncan. I don't know what the jingle says. It's completely gone from my mind this morning. Sorry about that, Duncan. Very good. <laughs> Best I could do in short notice. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Good, good. So what is the big story we're going to be talking about today? Well, let's talk about Joel Velfring, who in about just over an hour is going to be sworn in by Grand Duke Henri as the new Environment Minister. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, I spoke to some people who were at the, the Greens had a sort of mini Congress thing on, on Saturday. Yes, yeah. So it was quite emotional, apparently. Yeah. Um, so what's so special about this one? Well, first of all, um, it's a bit unusual, the, whole, isn't it? the whole background is that Carol Dieschborg, who was the minister, uh, had to step down or mm. chose to step down, let's say because she was implicated in this whole uh, Traversini garden shed affair that you've been talking about on your news, mm. news as well. Um, this goes back to 2019 when the mayor of Diffidange built a garden shed um, in a protected area and didn't have the right permission and apparently Carol Dieschborg sort of gave him that permission or signed signed back, the permit back after the fact. or something, yeah, yeah. 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 So that's, there's an investigation into that, um, so she stepped down. So her political immunity, well, she wouldn't have political immunity, basically. Yeah, she wanted it. She, yeah. I guess she just wants she it wants cleared to clear up. It, clear there have been a yeah. few things where they've gone after with different things, <clears throat> and none of them have, have come to fruition. There was something about trees in the nursery, and then there was something else about a donkey shed and, like, her parents' <laughs> mill. You know, they seem yeah, to... And it's yeah. just, I don't know. Yeah, she does come from this, this business background. Um, mm-hmm. I read a... a Rather nice uh, portrait of her in the land last week. Saying, okay. You know, there were tears when she left the ministry. Um, yeah. Apparently, she was well respected there. She's because on her first day at the ministry, she came in and she w- went around to everybody and sort of said, "How can we improve things?" She, you know, had this very proactive, personal approach. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Joel Welfring is a senior civil servant. Um, she's not a politician. In fact, she wasn't even a member of Degring. Unusual, is it? Yeah, I mean, it's it's not the first time, I guess, but it's no, unusual. It is unusual. So why why is why have they chosen her then? Well, part of the reason is probably because if they'd chosen a sitting MP, uh-huh. MPs can't be ministers. So, okay, if you, if an MP is is promoted to the role of minister, then somebody else has to fill that MP's seat. Okay, which is generally the person who's or by law the person who's next on the seat uh, on the list in the election. Uh huh. So, say, Sam Tanson was elected um, and then she went into Parliament, but she went, became a minister and then the person who was next on the list in her constituency right. would, would automatically fill her place. Wait, from the Greens or regardless? From the Greens, of, no. from, always from your party then, from right? From your party, uh-huh. yeah, uh-huh. Okay. proportional representation. Yeah. Um, and it depends on which constituency the MP is from. So in Luxembourg there are four constituencies. There's the centre, the north, the south and the east. Um, they were having problems filling it with somebody from the centre because the next person on that list, I think, uh, had actually left the party. So yeah, that interesting. They were yeah. going right down the list to somebody who you know yeah. didn't get many votes at all. Um, there was talk of them filling it with um, Millie Tilly Metz, yeah. who's the MEP, and yeah. then Meris uh, Sahavic, who's yep. the co-president of the Greens, yep. would go to fill her place in, uh-huh. in Strasbourg. But that, oh, that's very complicated. I mean, there's, there's elections and next yeah. year, so... There's, yeah, things going um, on. So they chose this, this uh, Joel so, Valfring, who was the head of the Environment 
department. Right. That's what I was going to ask. What do we know about her? I mean, she's she's been the head of the environment department um, for a month. <laughs> she was oh. the deputy head before right. that for, okay. some, for five, uh, seven years, I think. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, she was uh, in, in the Henri Tudor Research Centre, which is now part of the uh, list, mm-hmm. Luxembourg Institute of Science and Technology. Um, so she has a, a very strong background in, in the environment. As she said she's always been in, interested in, in environmental issues as a child. Um, she went on the Youth for Climate marches. Um, yeah. So she's, she's got a very strong background, obviously knows the subject very well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as you say, it's not, it's not the first time this has happened. Uh, Paulette Leonard. I think uh, it was Agrimenio. He was one of the first, well, the first well, one that I remember. A, yeah, he came from the Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, he, was he, yeah, he, but he wasn't in the DP, I don't think. Even no, he wasn't. Um, uh, Etienne Schneider, when he took over from uh, Jano Creque back in 2011 or 12. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was the, a senior civil servant as well. So it's not unprecedented that, right. that this happens. Right, okay. But there has been quite a reshuffle since the election in 2018. Now, some of it is due to illness. They've been, and especially in the Green Party, they've taken yeah. quite a few hits. I mean, yeah. Felix Bratz was just like an amazing, I think, an amazing politician, lovely yeah. man. And, and of course, um, and then Kami Geyer, was that before this? That was before, before yeah. the election. Yeah. But there have been a few reshuffles yeah. since 2018. Do you think voters care? Do you think that's something that they they are caring about? The fact that there has been this movement, I or don't think, I think they'll they'll look at the parties when it comes around, mm-hmm. as it is. You know, I mean, you know, Paulette Leonard as well was. You know, mm-hmm. she True. was promoted to health minister just before the Pandemic. COVID hit. Yeah. You know, so again, everybody thinks she's done a great job. She's yeah. the most popular politician in Luxembourg at, yeah. at the moment, um, and because. Um, Dan Kersh stepped down as minister. She's been promoted to deputy prime minister as well. Right, right. Um, obviously, Xavier, is, Xavier Bettel is the prime minister, but each of the other parties has a deputy prime minister position. Right. So it's, oh, it's okay, now, each one. It's not... No, so it's Paulette Lennart for the, for, for the for, socialists and, right. and Francois Bausch for the Greens. Greens, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Um, yeah, but as you said, out of the 17 ministers that started off in this government in 20, December 2018, five have now left. Mm. And there's been all this reshuffling. As you said, the the Greens have reshuffled as well. Um, mm. Sam Townsend had, took over the Justice Department. Right. Um, she kept culture, but she dropped housing. Um, so there has been, yeah, there has been a lot of movement. Right. Um, yeah, but next year is super election year. Uh, it's it's pretty, <laughs> it's going to be pretty, well, t- intense. It depends how you, you look at it. But I think it is intense. I mean, we've got the local elections and the, the general elections coming back to back next yeah, year. Yeah. Local elections in June and then the uh, the parliamentary elections in October. October. Yeah. 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 So it's going to be quite interesting. Unlike, unlike other countries, or especially the UK, which I think it's on this Thursday, isn't it? Yeah. Local elections. Yeah. Um, Local elections aren't really seen as a, a bellwether of how the government's performing here. They really are local elections. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think people vote for local policies and local personalities here. Uh, yeah, and I think, like, just to take a minute <clears throat> to talk about that, because, I mean, I feel as if I bang the drum for that all the time, but it makes a huge difference to, you know, if you vote, and you can, as a foreigner, vote very easily, actually, in those local elections. You can even stand in the local elections. Um, but it makes a, a big difference to your everyday life because you're voting for lo- for your primary school, what yeah. happens in the commune for the primary school and precos and, you know, what kind of facilities your children, if you have children, what kind of facilities they have. You're, you're, um, you're voting to 
determine you know what happens at the centre of your village well at the minute they're ripping ours up that's why I'm thinking of that one but um, how they renovate and how they, they bring the infrastructure through the village um, so you know when when you vote in local elections you are voting for something really tangible Yes. so I mean there's I just don't get it that people that foreigners don't turn out to vote oh, no. I just don't get I mean, it there should be no excuse this time because they've, they've made it even easier there's yeah. no, there's no five year limit now exactly um yeah, so everybody who hasn't registered to vote, we would urge you to yeah. register to vote. Next You've time probably we... got up until April next year, yeah. but don't leave it till then. Exactly. Um, I mean, are, I think most of the communes will have campaigns and leafleting campaigns encouraging, you know, non non Luxembourg citizens to vote. Uh, but, um, yeah. Next time you're down getting your blue bin bags, that's what I always <laughs> say. Next time you're in getting your blue bin bags, don't send the kids, because I used to send the kids to get the blue bin bags, <laughs> which was no bother because they had sweeties at the communes. They were always happy to go. Don't send the kids. Go yourself and register register to vote. There's no excuse. Um, I um, know, just on that, though, yeah. I know I know a lot of non-Luxembourgers, or particularly people from Anglophone countries, mm. are concerned because there's this yeah. obligation to vote. Yeah. Um, to be honest, in the 2013 election, local elections, I didn't turn up because I was abroad. And didn't get happened. anything. Nothing happened. Our uh, kids all sent, I mean, because they were at uni. So they just sent an email saying we're at uni and nothing. I mean, they did say yeah. we're at uni because I told them I didn't want a fine. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, I mean, it's no biggie. You just say I can't come or, you yeah. know, or and you I think people. Exactly. And people who haven't turned up, you know, right. nothing's ever come back at them. I think but the I last ju- it's person a, to be fined was in 1963 or something. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I, but do you know what? I like it because my kids went to local school and, um, you know, they've all moved on their uni and they're working abroad. So you don't really see people the way you did at the school gate. And it's like the day where you go down and you're like, oh, how are you? Yeah. You know, and have a little drink together at the bar. And it's a very nice day out. Just saying, you're missing and, out. And what's more, yeah, it's on a Sunday, yeah. which I think elections all over the world should be on a Sunday. Exactly. It's ridiculous that the, the States UK, and the UK have them on working days where people have to queue for ages yeah. or rush home from work. Um, so it's on a Sunday. Yeah. Luxembourg has really good local uh, election Voting booths are everywhere. Yeah, um, they're normally in the local primary school, yeah. so it's you know maybe a ten minute walk for most people. Yeah, exactly. It's so easy. It's really easy. Uh, it take the whole process takes about five minutes, and you'll feel good afterwards. Yeah, you'll say that Lisa will get off her case now. We've done it, <laughs> Duncan. If you bump into him, he won't be giving you a hard time. Just do it. Okay, so that's uh, yeah. So they've got local coming up in June, and then national in October next year. We were I was talking to somebody from the integration ministry. There is going to be a little. Um, they've got a little VW bus going round, you know, like explaining and encouraging, especially young people then, okay. um, to explain the voting, the voting system, and how people can. I guess I'm assuming they can then register at that as well. So that should be popping up round the country in the next um, in the next months. I think it's getting launched at the Festival de Migration oh, yes. this weekend coming. Okay. So I was talking to them. Good. Anyway, um, yeah, well, good luck to Madame, what was her name again? Valfring. Valfring yeah. um, today with the yeah, Grand Duke. Yeah, it's a big step going into politics. I mean, she said she's got uh, two kids, 10 and 8, I think, and she said she discussed it with the family because... Yeah, you know we've seen we've seen during the anti-vax protests. Yeah, Corin Khan's had to yeah, leave that, her house. That was with shocking. Her kids. I mean, that um, was just shocking. So and it, the thing that I feel about that is commitment. it's a big commitment. And the thing is, like, we are really privileged in a sense. Like Xavier Bittle and Pauline Lennart and Corin Khan, you see them in the market. They're walking around town. They'll say hello to you. You know, I mean, we're privileged to have them as close at hand as we do. Yeah. So then to sort of abuse that 
by you know turning up at somebody's doorstep I think was outrageous yeah anyway onwards and upwards with things to do this week what have we got okay uh, on the 3rd and 4th of May it's Mm -hmm. the last chance to see Richard II by William Shakespeare you might have heard of him Mm -hmm. Um, and Simon directs which is you know always interesting productions it's uh, never the norm yeah Um, and it's just two people playing all the roles Uh, Larissa Farber who's absolutely fabulous and Philip Thielen, uh, who I must admit I don't know. Okay. So that's uh, on at the Théâtre National, which is the one in Mel, and exactly. it's not the one in Limpetsburg. <laughs> I know, we always have to, it's the one in the route de Longwy. We always have to check. It's a really nice, it's a really nice it space a as well. Space, lovely yeah. space, yeah. So check out tnl.lu for details of that. That's on the 3rd and 4th. Mm-hmm. Uh, then this weekend coming up is the Festrogen Women's Comedy Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Jess Baldry, who used to be a colleague of mine, yep. um, has teamed up with several female stand-up comics from abroad uh, for a three-day festival. It includes some workshops, but there's evening performances on yeah. the 6th, 7th and 8th of May. Yep. Um, so the website for that is clitcomedyclub.com forward slash Festrogen. <laughs> Very good. I um, we've got interviews with uh, both Anne Simon and actually Erin uh, from Festrogen Festival. She's the one of the international comedians right, who's yeah. coming over. Um, so they're on our website. If you want to have a listen to those, um, you can you can go there and have a listen as well. Um, then darkness into light. That's uh, that's on Saturday, Saturday. Um, but you have to get up early. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah, set yeah. off at five o'clock because the whole point is that you walk Oof, from darkness yeah, into the yeah, dawn. Yeah. Um, it's down in Clausen at the Hall Omnisport. It's going to leave at five o'clock. Um, you have to register in advance, though. Yeah. Um, and just you know to clarify what it is, if you don't know, darkness into light. It is in support of a charity, I think, in Ireland and a, a local charity here. Uh, three local charities here, and uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's um, solidarity with people you know suffering from mental health and raise awareness about the importance of mental health um, and you know suicide awareness, etc. Yeah. So that's I think it's been going now. Yeah. Quite a few years. They launched it in 2019. Right. And so it's just sadly yeah. in 2020, yeah. 2021. Pandemic. <laughs> they yeah. did virtual ones. Yeah. Uh, so this is the first time. First this one happened. back on back on yeah. track. Very good. And it's still some of the same, the original uh, women that are involved yeah. in, in, in doing it. So that's good. Good stuff. Well, thank you. Um, do you have a track of the week? I do. Oh, <laughs> here's me reaching over to try and get it on. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll play something before I play I'll that. Tell you what about have you it. got? Then? Well, I want to I want to play something from Calexico's new album. It came out two weeks ago. Uh huh. Um, it's called El Mirador. It's I think it's their tenth album, but I'm not sure. They've been around for quite a while. Um, okay. They're from Arizona. Um, uh-huh. A lot of Tex-Mex influence, um, but also indie rock. Really good stuff. Um, great live shows. Okay, and they're coming to the atelier on the eleventh of May. So, oh, there's some. I mean, honestly, I, I drove past there this morning. I normally come by bus, but um, because I'm doing it early, I came by car. So that you know, the atelier have got that banner thing outside, the neon thing, and uh, I was slowed down driving past. <laughs> I was slowing down to see you know all the name, big names. It's, it's exciting, amazing. you know, yeah. having gigs back and things yeah. happening. So, so they're coming in May already. Eleventh of May, yeah. Eleventh of May, excellent. Get tickets, really good live show. Excellent. So, will you be there? I will be. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent news. I've got it up, so I'm quite pleased with myself. You managed to keep talking long enough for me to find the track. Good man. Um, 
they've done a rejig of the studio. Do you notice? It's quite a stretch for me to actually oh. reach some of the buttons. Here we go. This is Duncan's track of the week. Recommendations for you. Let's go coming to Atelier on the 11th of May. Thanks, Duncan. Thanks. Have a good day, everyone. <laughs>